This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talk Sport Fan Network is probably supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18-plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. In this episode, I am going to be sharing five takeaways from the international break in regards to Fulham. These are five takeaways I'm taking out since the last match, the FA Cup match against Manchester United Old Trafford. I have certainly some thoughts about that I'll be sharing during this show. Before we go on any further, I want to always say, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. If you saw on social media, I needed to take a little bit of a break. So, well, guess what? Break's over. I didn't know how long the break was going to be, so I didn't want to put a timetable on it. I just needed a chance to recharge the batteries. I've been doing so many shows for the past three months that I just needed a break, especially after what happened at Old Trafford and the fallout from that. I just needed to just walk away a little bit, reassess, and really just get myself ready to talk about foam again. Some had to do with what happened in the match. It really was a downer, obviously. And also, the media fallout didn't help either. But you know what? I'm always going to want to talk about foam. I miss talking foam, so I'm back. And the shows are going to be coming very quickly to you. This is just one, and we're gonna I'm gonna start it up just as I did prior. I just needed a little break. So here we go. So let's talk about my five takeaways from this international break. So let's let's get going on that. And let's start with number five. And what's interesting about this, I saw an article about this in the sun. There's been speculation on this, so I'm going to share my thoughts on it, that potentially Chelsea are considering Craven Cottage, Twickenham, Wembley to have their matches for the next four years while they build a a brand new Stamford Bridge. So it got me to think about, should Fulham do this? And it's an interesting one because on the face of it, I'm thinking, well, why would you want to help Chelsea out? But here's the thing. You want to help yourself out. And I think 
it would be a good thing for Fulham financially to do this. This is just my thoughts on it. I haven't shared anyone else's thoughts on it. I don't know how everyone else feels about it. This is just how I feel about it. We did have to do this with QPR on the reverse. We actually had to uh, share with them. So I thought, okay, well, now it's the other side. Now we can have Chelsea share with us. But the thing about it is, it's the money that they can make for renting out Craven Cottage for four years. Fulham have an opportunity to get a premium price for this. Why not? Because Chelsea need a place to play. It's convenient. And I hope if the cons do decide to do this, they're going to make Chelsea pay a good amount for it. And the way I'm looking at it is Fulham need as many revenue streams as possible to compete in the Premier League. And the thing about it, and I've said this to many friends, I don't think the cons just want to be happy being in the Premier League long term. I think they want to compete. I think they want to compete for top six. I think they want to compete for Europe. Dare I say they want to compete for it all. That's just my feelings on that. I don't have any proof of that. I just feel that the cons didn't buy Fulham originally just to compete in the league, I think they wanted to compete for potentially a championship. I'm, I know that's pie in the sky when it comes to Fulham, but I think that they do want to compete. So to do that, they're going to need other revenue streams. The Riverside stand does help. It helps a great deal. But this could also jumpstart the situation if they had another revenue stream with Chelsea playing at Craven Cottage for four years put it right back into the club, give them more money to spend. I think this could be a positive. I know Fulham supporters might not love the fact that Chelsea are there, but I think if you look at it, what we can get from the Chelsea supporters financially to help Fulham, I think it's uh, a thing worth looking into. And uh, if the speculation is true, I do hope that the cons look into it and See if they can make a deal because it would be another way to get money into the club and then use for the club. That's what I'm looking at. I hope that they're using as much money as possible to put into Fulham Football Club to improve the product on the pitch because that's the bottom line. The Fulham supporters deserve it. The cons deserve it. The players deserve it. Everyone deserves the best possible team that they can put on the pitch. And I think if you have another revenue stream, it's going to help you. So I'm all for this. If this is going to happen, who knows? But again, this is speculation about what Chelsea are thinking about doing. That Craven Cottage could be a location that they have their matches, their Premier League matches for the next four years. I'd be okay with that. That's just my thoughts on that. Number four. So as we go to the international break, I'm going to tell you, I can't stand, can't stand international breaks right now. I just, I've, don't care for them at all. I struggle with them during the year. I know that they are necessary, but I am 100% club over country. Love the U.S. men's national team over here. I follow England as well. Those are the two countries that I closely follow, watch matches, but it's all about foam. It's all about foam for me. That takes precedent. That absolutely takes precedent. I didn't watch many international matches. I saw some of 
two of the U.S. men's national team matches. But beyond that, I really didn't watch it because my interest lies more with Fulham. I, I know everyone doesn't feel the way that I do, but I, I'm always going to be club over country. Fulham are in my blood. I'm an American. I want to see the U.S. men's national team do well. But Fulham come first. And I'm not going to change my mind on that. That's just the way I'm wired. It's club over country for me. Number three, and this goes to what has been happening for the past 10 plus days. And the media fallout from what happened at Old Trafford, I thought was extreme. I've been vocal along with Emilio about how we feel about the situation with Mitro and Marco. And I'll be getting to that in just a second. But I want to focus on the media portion of this because it's been completely over the top. For what happened here at Old Trafford, I just think it's been taken too far. Everyone has comment on it. I've heard the reasons being that it has to do with it was the last match before the international break. But my number three is the good and the bad from the media reaction to the match at Old Trafford. And there's been a lot of bad. And taking a lot of shots of foam. I've always wanted Fulham to get more media coverage, but not this way. Absolutely not this way. There have been people in the media saying that Fulham should get as much as a six-month ban for Mitro. Are you kidding me on this? Okay, Mitro should be punished and is going to be punished along with Marco, but you're taking it way too far. You are absolutely taking this way too far. Some of the commentary has been just way over the top. And it really soured me for a little bit on listening to commentary on football. For that week, I started listening to it, and I just could not listen to it anymore. It was so negative on Fulham, making Fulham sound like the only club that has gone through this with players, with managers, and I just had enough with it. I just think that there was not enough perspective put into this. It was very bad what both did. But I think that these pundits, ex-referees, ex-players were just taking it way too far. And that, to me, was not fair to Fulham. Not fair to us, the supporters, because other clubs have had similar situations. And I just don't like the way the media covered this. They went way over the top on this. That's the bad. The good on that, and I'll be talking about that. I think Fulham are going to be able to use this to help them the rest of the season. That's going to be the good coming out of this media fallout. I'll get into more of that as I finish up the show. Okay, let's go to number two. And I'm going to read the statement now, and then I'm going to comment on it. This is our number two is Fulham's statement on their website, which includes apologies from Marco Silva and Mitro. So I'm going to read right from the Fulham website the entire article, and then I'm going to comment. So this is from Marco Silva. Quote, emotions were high at Old Trafford. And then, as I said in my press conference after the game, I should have controlled my own emotions better. It was very difficult moment in a match that we had dominated, but I could have handled the situation better. I regret what happened, and I've spoken to Chris Cavanaugh to apologize. He knows that I respect him and the job he has to do. 
Unfortunately, we did not see eye to eye on the day, but I recognize that he is one of the top referees in this country, and I know that. When our paths cross again, there will be mutual respect between us. I am sorry that I was not on the pitch to try to lead the team to what could have been a historic FA Cup semifinal at Wembley, but I'm thankful for all the support I've received from Fulham fans over the last few days. Okay, this is from Alexandra Mitrovic. Quote, I've been away with my national team and I've had some time to reflect on the Manchester United match. As everyone knows, it was a very emotional one in which the team gave absolutely everything on the pitch to try to reach the semifinal of the FA Cup. On a personal level, I regret my actions that led me to being sent off. I allowed my frustrations to get the better of me and how I reacted was wrong. I was trying to get the referee's attention, but I appreciate that I should not have put my hands on him, and I understand why he showed me a red card. My first in-game sending off for Fulham, my first since 2015-2016 season. I've accepted the three-match ban for my red card. I've spoken to Chris Cavanaugh to apologize, and I have volunteered to accept the club fine. I know what to do and what I can put this incident behind me and get back to helping my teammates on the pitch as soon as possible. In the meantime, I would like to reiterate my regret that this happened. I've already said sorry to my teammates, but I would also like to apologize to the Fulham fans, particularly those who traveled to Old Trafford to support us and who did not stop singing all game. I hope to be back soon and repay their faith and support, unquote. Okay, so those are two quotes from Marco Silva and Alexander Mitrovic. And I've been open along with Emilio that we wanted an apology from both. And we now got an apology. I'm glad that they did this. I'm very glad that they did this. Now, I understand that there are some out there that disagree with my view that Marco and Mitro should apologize. I actually had someone tweet to me that it was a sign of weakness to do that. I respect that person's view. I absolutely respect that where he's coming from. You can feel that way. I respectfully disagree. I think it's a sign of strength when you admit that you have done something wrong and you apologize for it. I think that goes along much further in life if you apologize for, for when you're wrong, because uh, then you learn from your mistakes, you're better for it. So for me, Mitro and also Marco, I think are better for doing what they did by apologizing for also apologizing to Chris Kavanaugh. They did the right thing here. That's just my opinion. You can agree to disagree with me on that. That's fine. That's just how I am. That's how I do things. If I make a mistake, I apologize for it. I don't think that's a weakness. I think it's a strength because then I can learn from it and then I can move on from it. And hopefully I don't make that mistake once again. And hopefully Mitro and Marco learn from this. And that's the bottom line. Another key line from Mitro's part of it is that he has accepted the three match ban for the red card. So we are still waiting by the time that I'm actually recording this. We have not heard the response from the FA but I am hoping that because of this statement that Mitro will get just this three-match ban. We, we shall see, but this is their statement, and we'll have to see 
what comes from it. But I am very glad that Mitro and Marco did this and the club put this out. And Mitro is also going to be facing a fine or going to be fined by the club again. I think this is the right thing. It's taking responsibility for your actions. That, to me, is a positive to come out of this whole mess, is what I read today. I'm very happy that both participated and both did this statement, and they both apologized. So just wanted to share my thoughts on that. Okay, to finish up this quick show of Cottage Talk, I'm going to share you my number one takeaway from this international break for fall. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, here is my number one takeaway. And this goes back to all the fallout from Old Trafford. I actually think Fulham have a very good chance to have a very good ending to the season. My number one takeaway, the us against the world mentality could propel Fulham into Europe next season. And what I mean by that is, as someone that has seen this with my local teams, when you feel that everyone's against you, it can bring everyone together. It's us against the world. And I think this is an opportunity for Marco and the players and everyone associated with Fulham to come together because they've admitted their faults here. That's one thing. But the amount of vitriol headed towards Fulham has been extreme by pundits, by people on social media. It's been extreme. So they can use that fuel to push them forward for the rest of the season. I think this is the good to come out of the media fallout. Keep saying bad things about Fulham. Keep doing it because the players can use that to drive them through the rest of the season. I think that is going to give them an extra step for going forward the rest of the season. So a positive to come out of this with this negative fallout of the old Trafford situation from the media, that backlash, which was huge. I think the players and Marco can use this to really bring the team closer together and play even closer as a team. I think this is going to be a positive. I think Fulham are going to win a lot more matches than people think. People are already writing them off. Season's over. No, it's not. The season has just entered a new chapter. And I think the last chapter of this season is going to be a very good one. And it ends at Old Trafford. That's going to be fantastic. So for me, the irony of all this, I think Fulham are going to end the season really well. And I think the media fallout from the situation at Old Trafford is going to help them. 
I, I know that's crazy to say, but that's how I feel. And that's why my number one takeaway is the us against the world mentality could propel Fulham into Europe. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Now I'm part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.